podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I'm Lucy Settle. And I'm Olivia Taylor. <gasps> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, little party. That's right. Is it a birthday, really? Or more of a sort of milestone? I'm wondering, is it is it an anniversary? But mm. then, is an anniversary in years? Because if it were an anniversary, this would be our Platinum Jubilee, Lucy. Would it? It would. <laughs> That's amazing. Start the procession now. <laughs> yeah, I suppose... If, yeah, let's go with anniversary, though, because Platinum Jubilee... Uh, yeah, everyone needs to be having, like, a street party for this... 100th episode. Yeah, I want to see the mall full. <laughs> I want to see Deansgate closed. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> That's when you know something's really happening. Um, yeah, it is. And welcome one and all to our 100th episode. Who knew that we would make it this far? I mean, it's only taken us. I mean, how long have we been doing this? Maybe like two and a half years? Yeah, nearly. Th- it'll be three years in January. Yeah. Yeah. Which is mad. A a lot of water under the bridge in the last three years. So much. So much. So, so much. So much has changed. So much has not changed. So much has, uh, so much has happened. I was thinking about that when I was thinking about approaching this 100th episode. And I was thinking like, God, what was life in January 2019 compared to life now? Where are we? November 2021. Mm. Um, So much is different, you know, like, and so much has happened to everybody. But we're still here and I'm very, um, you know, pleased, proud that we continue to do the potty. Yeah, this seemed like an impossible, an impossible feat at the time. So yes. I feel very hashtag blessed that we've made it to um, to 100. And I actually wanted to start the episode off, Lucy, with some fun facts about the number 100. Oh my- if you would indulge me. Yes, please. So did you know that there are 100 letter tiles in the Scrabble game? Are there? There are. Oh. Oh, I'm a big Scrabble fan. Well, there you go. You, you've got something to say at cocktail parties now. <laughs> God, I'd love to go to a cocktail party. Why, <laughs> why are there no cocktail parties to go to? I know. It's so funny because it's like, I, I feel like that's the thing that people say where it's like, oh, this is a great anecdote to say at cocktail parties. But how many people say, oh, please come to my cocktail party? Never. No one. I've never been to a quote-unquote cocktail party i don't think it's kind of the same as dinner parties like you don't really have a formal dinner party anymore no, you just have mates around for tea yeah yeah no i agree i agree i think those are the kind of events i just like don't get invited to which is very upsetting and i recently bought a dress which is very cocktail party and i was just thinking today when am i gonna wear this slip dress when when oh and the one that you wore to the wedding i, well, I didn't wear it to the wedding in the end because oh, okay. it was too it was too sexy too slippy yes <laughs> too slippy born slippy born slippy exactly um so i decided people of derbyshire aren't ready for this and thank god i didn't because they they would not have been ready okay for that. okay so it was the right decision to make um i went nice more casual which was a good good move but yeah i've got this dress it's fucking in. when am I going to wear it someone needs to have a cocktail party somebody invite me to a cocktail party come on okay well we'll we'll we'll, we'll see what what we get back we from sh- the listeners we should probably have a happy 100 cocktail party a queer longing cocktail party <laughs> if, if you build it they will come I believe so <laughs> um so yes that's that's something that you can say at a cocktail party and I feel like that's a fact that now you know you'll never forget it similarly did you know that there are 100 sweat glands in a one square inch of skin Wow. Mm. Wow. Yeah. This is very good 100 facts. Um, that is probably a 100 fact to not say on a date. <laughs> Especially if you're someone who runs hot like me. <laughs> yeah, so you can, you can... I absolutely do know there are 100, if not more. <laughs> you, can, um, you can pick your time to roll, to roll that one out, pick mm. your moment. And um, a Google is, <laughs> um, is the number one 
followed by 1,000 zeros. Sorry, no, followed by 100 zeros. Say, what's that? Yeah, that? A, a Google. Oh and my, I, and oh I my thought, God, you, you woke up my Google. <laughs> Did I? Okay. Yes. It's confused. <laughs> well, yeah, so that's that's another fact. And then um, if if this were to be an anniversary, as, as we've discussed at the top of the podcast, it would be... Um, our platinum jubilee obviously but also you know how on anniversaries depending on the year you get like different things so some years it's paper some years it's and obviously yes. there hasn't been anybody in recorded history i don't think who have been married for a hundred years because i think that would be pretty much impossible the oldest yeah. recorded marriage is 86 years is it okay. okay um but if we were to be married to each other into the podcast for 100 years you would have so. to get me a 10 carat diamond oh well, you'll have to get me one as well. Yeah. <laughs> so we can just buy ourselves one. Yeah, and it can come... No, but it's nicer to buy it for each other, do you not think? Uh, that's, yeah, no, of course. That's the gift that's, of 100 years. That's the sentiment, isn't it? Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. We could go um, ring shopping together. Well, it can come in the form of a ring, a bracelet, a necklace, or any kind of right. fine jewellery. What would you like? What, what's your favourite of the jewelries? Um, I do, although I haven't, I just took them off because I was cleaning my toilet. Um, but <laughs> the glamour is still alive a hundred eps in. Yeah. But I do like, I do like rings because you know, nails on fleek. So I need to like, yeah, these are very good autumnal nails. Olivia has. Thank you so moment. much. Thank you so much. So I need, I need to show that off. I do like to have my rings. Yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe a ring. Um, and that's more romantic at the end of the day, isn't it? A ring yeah, or a necklace. Yeah. Quite nice. Yeah. What would you go for? I, I love a ring and actually I, I never, I never really wear rings, but I do like the, mm. I, there's something about the sentiment of a ring that is like, I am basic for, like I do like the idea of like a, a romantic ring. Yeah. So I think that would work for, for the, but I also really like a necklace and I really like a ring on a necklace. So. Oh, I like a ring on a necklace yeah, too. So that's maybe nice. That. Yeah. And I have like three quite like meaningful rings that I always wear. Mm. Um, and then. Yeah, I could have if I had the option of wearing one of them on a necklace, I could just like change it around. Oh, but if I got a ten carat diamond, you know that I'm wearing it on my hand. So. Okay, well, watch out for in um, what, oh my god, I can't even do that math. Ninety-seven years. 98, 99, yeah. yes, correct, correct, correct. Oh, math sucks, as Ma- we all know. Well, math sucks a little bit less for you because that was some quite quick mental maths from you. So they're they're all my one hundred facts. Are you are you thrilled and and um enraptured by them i'm absolutely floored by um what you've brought to the table there olivia um as we approached this episode we were thinking what can we do for the 100th episode what what's going to bring the fire and um you've 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 done it so uh starting off with some good facts that's like a good you know it's like a podcast that's teaching you something mm, i think like, so you know we've we've always tried to yeah. educate people yeah. striven to teach <laughs> the children absolutely and here we are again just uh, letting them all know what they need to know about so um yeah, that that is that is great. I'm very very pleased about that. I myself have prepared a little something for this, the hundredth episode, oh. and um, it it's, it comes in the form of a sort of game. Okay. Um, for you. Okay. Um, so what I've done is I have delved, and when I say delved, I mean delved through the archives, and I have listened to most of our previous episodes, which, and I will admit this on the podcast, I'm not I'm not ashamed. It brings me a lot of joy. And I think I've told you this, when I'm feeling a bit sort of uh, sad or like I need some, I'm a bit lonely, I'll just listen to us on the podcast. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's like I'm hanging out with Olivia. Yeah, it's like the podcast version of Cheers. I mean, everybody knows your name on Queer Longing. Exactly. And we're funny. So <laughs> like, what more do I want? <laughs> um, yeah, so what I've done is I've gone back through the archives and I found a few clips of things that we've talked about, topics, 
specific things. I'm going to play them to you and you have to guess what we're talking about. So in each of the clips, there are certain things that have been bleeped out, which would like give it, give it away too much. Um, and it was actually really hard to find things that um, where it's not just really obvious what we're talking about. Okay. So okay. I hope that like you can at least sort of have to guess these. Um, so what I will do is I'll play them to you. I would just like to say at the top of this that having listened to most of our previous episodes, the things that we say the most, there's a couple of phrases that we say loads, um, and they are... <laughs> uh, specifically since lockdown, we talk about every single thing we talk about we talk about in context of how it helps us to pass the time we, oh God. We, it's so upsetting like the amount of times we said just gives me a sense of time passing and the other one going yeah yeah it's like, it's yeah i think i think that's less about passing the time but more about trying to like find a foothold in it, time it was that it was definitely that we, we we were very much always really pleased with things that gave us an, an idea of what what time of year it was or um the fact that you know a week had happened and yeah. stuff like that like gave us a sense of uh, place and time so we it, said that a lot it's like being like a sort of like little cartoon person in prison where they'd like do a cartoon of someone in prison and they're just like in a little cell with like that little tally on the wall yes and they don't understand like what the weather's like or no. what day it is that yeah, was us that was us oh god um yeah and then the other thing that we say the most which we i think we literally just said uh, earlier on this very uh podcast is uh what more could you want we say that all the time yeah we do do that <laughs> and also love to see it love to hear it all of that we say that a lot and i just uh loved to hear it well i loved to hear it every single time um but yeah okay so oh don't forget the classic speaking of speaking of honorable yes, mention of course um yeah <laughs> also going so we love this <laughs> and that means <laughs> um yeah okay Okay, so um, first things first, I am absolutely thrilled and very excited to play a game because I love games. As you know, um, I am the reigning winner of Catan, so um, <laughs> I can only I can only improve upon that. Absolutely. Um, but before we do it, Lucy, for the one hundredth time of asking, what is it that you're living and longing for this week? God, I can't believe it's a hundred times. That's insane. So um, what I am living for, I mean, there's a lot to live for, isn't there, these days? But um, the main thing that I thought I'd uh, bring to the table was um, that I'm living for, it's a little bit of a sporty spice. And, you know, we love to delve into sporty spice every now and then. Um, so I think you will have seen this. People have seen this in the news um, that uh, Australian footballer, Josh Cavallo um, yes. came out um, and did like a nice video about coming out and that makes him the uh, only top flight player in the men's football game to be an, an out queer man. So um, I was just absolutely living for it. His video was really sweet and then I saw him sort of like the day after when he'd got loads and loads of like love and support and he just looked so happy and like at, you know, peace of himself and it was just really, really nice to see and um, I'm absolutely living for that. Obviously, you know, you can come out, you cannot come out, you know, whenever it's right for you. If you're not, if you don't want to at all, fine, you don't have to. Like, But seeing him do that, he obviously wanted to. It meant a lot to him. And it was uh, very, very sweet. So I was living for that. Yeah, I've been living for that too. I loved um, I loved to watch that video. I wanted to ask you, has there been any other um, sort of comms and further support from his team? Because obviously it's one thing to come out as an individual. But, you know, what really matters now going forward is that there is that support 
from the whole team and from the whole sort of industry I guess yeah no totally um so uh his team is Adelaide United and they did lots of you know social media posts etc of um being like we support you and we're really pleased and happy that you're part of our team and all of that so yeah all all good everybody very supportive and nice and I think that um overall it's been a completely like positive experience which is really really nice so yeah I was totally living for that so what I'm longing for is a gig we're going to next week, hopefully, um, which is we are seeing self-esteem. Again, obviously, we're huge fans on this podcast. We've talked about her many, many times. Her new album has been released since we last recorded um, Prioritize Pleasure, which is just an absolute banger of an album. It's so good from start to finish. Uh, such good tracks. Um, would recommend that highly. Um, and yeah, I'm longing to go see her live, which hopefully will happen. And she's very ill at the moment. She's had the cold, which, yeah. you know, um, I also have been succumbed to, which is honestly horrible. So I wish her very well in her recovery, which means she has had to already postpone some dates. So it's she... the first week. So we're yeah. in the second week. So yeah. hopefully we'll hopefully. be okay. Fingers crossed. But if not, there'll be a rearrange, which yeah. is fine. Um, but, but I do need that for my catharsis. Oh, I think, I think we'll, we will love it. So it's such a cathartic gig experience, isn't it? Yeah. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll be uh, losing our voices. And dying to know again. what the outfit will be. Yes. The outfit yes. is always very, and interestingly, um, I, I've mentioned this podcast before, um, Sentimental Garbage with Carolina yeah. Donoghue. So Rebecca Lucy Taylor was on that podcast oh, a couple okay. of weeks ago and her like Sentimental Garbage theme was RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, okay. So they had a whole conversation about that, which is really interesting if you want to go and um, want to go and listen to that. And she was talking about how drag has really inspired her and kind of it's really interesting because um Rebecca's around the same age as us and talks about how um when she was younger and when she's in slow club slow club there was this kind of um aesthetic that went kind of unquestioned by a lot of us and I, I definitely did this to a degree which was sort of like the not not completely but I, it was the indie cindy look of like <laughs> indie cindy yeah absolutely. of like the black opaque tights the like brogues from Topshop, the tea dress from Topshop. Yes, the tea dress. The tea oh, dress. R.I.P. the tea dress. I still have like loads of those in my <laughs> wardrobe. And I was looking at them not long ago thinking I need to sell them on Vinted. And I was like, oh, like they're not even like that old. But I was like, I'll never wear, like I'll never wear them again. I wore them when I was 18 years old. Yeah. But in my mind, I was like, I wore those last week. And it really made me think like, God, like that was a moment in time that is so distinct from where we are now. And yet in my head, it wasn't that. It took someone else to like really point it out for me to be like oh god like that was such um a sort of structured um aesthetic that I think we all went for because it was kind of like the line of best fit and it was quite easy to do yeah and it was like not really like saying much but it wasn't like saying nothing and it was just kind of like down the line oh like maybe I'm a bit alternative well, but like exactly. not like, not too I'm, much I'm not completely normy but like I've yeah got, I've, got, I've got an edge, I've got and, an it, edge. And, and it was very much the whole aesthetic of like Sheffield 2008 totally. when, when we, we were at uni when yeah. Rebecca would have been in slow club yeah and I was thinking god like this is just so evocative of my like formative years and I was like oh my god I have formative years now and it was really quite a like <laughs> mind-blowing thing for me at the time listening to it um so I think you know if you're around the similar age um sort of sort of early 30s and you um went to uni at that time or yeah. you you know had a big group of friends around the same age I think you can definitely relate to that and how she said you know she just didn't really question that or whether or not she actually liked it yes it was just kind of a uniform and I was like god yeah I think I did that too yeah. to a degree and I think I did move out of that sort of relatively 
early so I wasn't like a, a complete victim to it for too long but I definitely was for a bit mm. and then um and then she sort of talked about sort of coming out of that daze and questioning you know what is it that I actually like yeah in terms of you know her music her self-expression her sexuality the way she wants to dress everything and it's this real sort of like light bulb moment that that happened to her she said really mainly in her 30s um where those things sort of started to change and said that RuPaul's Drag Race was a big sort of vehicle to help her along in that sense of discovery and now she approaches her gigs it's not just you know girl sat down singing songs it is you know person putting on a whole performance with dancers and with um a sort of visual aesthetic which complements the whole experience and is very much part of the whole experience and that is drag yeah and she applies those same principles that she's learned from watching all of these drag queens um sort of come up with um an an aesthetic or a point of view and roll that out both in terms of performance whether that's singing lip syncing dancing but also in how you in how you look and what it is that you're trying to say and Mm. she mentions and now i'm I'm getting a bit like self-esteem super fan but i think hopefully i think think you know that if if you've listened to any of our podcasts yeah that's where we are and i think that like some people who listen to this also like self-esteem so hopefully this is interesting for you but i think this is an interesting concept anyway because she was talking about um you know drag in terms of her performances and how she approaches it that in the last couple of years and one of the most iconic outfits that she um has worn was i think the first big gig that she did in london where she wears the boots advantage card dress so good and so obviously when you look at that you think okay this person has got a point of view they're trying to say something this is some kind of statement but like i don't necessarily know what it is and she explains what it is um on the podcast which was really interesting to me and I think that we all have our own version of this where she says that to her you know she she lives quite a frenetic life she doesn't have you know the pension or the security or the house or any of those things she's devoting her life to music and for her the kind of mark of um a woman in control and who has all of her shit together and we've spoken about you know being a woman and like what <laughs> we have, we have. what what that what that means um in a sort of um eye-rolly sense but um yeah she was talking about that and she said that to her the mark of someone who is in control of their life is somebody who has a boots advantage card doesn't lose it and actually uses it (laughs) and I was like god yeah that is so true like someone who actually like gets the points and makes a purchase where they will reasonably get like 10 pounds off that that product who's done that I mean I, I can only think I've done that maybe like once or twice and I felt very smug. Yeah, to me, a Boots Advantage card like specifically is so like sixth form to me. Like, because mm. you go and get like your Boots meal deal or whatever mm. and then you've got the Advantage card but I never ever took advantage of it. As it were. <laughs> <laughs> so, and like, that is that is funny but I, to- that, I totally get what she means and yeah, I think anybody who has any sort of loyalty card and actually you know, is loyal to it and is able to use use it yeah. to get like, a like discount, Like, looks at the offers and, yeah, you know. Yeah, that is, that is the mark of somebody who has their shit together. And yeah. unfortunately, that is not me. No, I mean, it's not it's not particularly me either. <laughs> but I, I think I have used my Boots Advantage card, but I think it was also more of a thing that I did when I was younger, ironically, because there were fewer places to get 
yeah, exactly. makeup and stuff. Yeah. Whereas now, like, so much of it is just, like, on, yeah. the, on the online websites. Yeah, it's on, it's, on, it's on the blogs. You don't have to just go to Boots to get your to get your Mac or whatever, so... Um, yeah, do love a Boots, though. Yeah, something something nice about a Boots, isn't there? Lovely. Yeah, nice and homely. Um, wow, well, that was great. I'm, really, I'm going to listen to that um, podcast. Uh, I, yeah, obviously, we're big fans, and, you know, a lot of, like, what you spoke about there, about how she spoke about um, her life and you know, uh, learning who she is more in her 30s and stuff really comes across in her album as well. It's definitely an album for people around our age. Um, and you know others, but like you can really, really relate to it. She's very incredibly relatable. So um, yeah, would highly recommend anything to do with self-esteem slash Rebecca Lucy Taylor. Yeah, we are two true steamers. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, so anyway, what are you living and longing for? <laughs> apart from obviously that as obviously well. Obviously <laughs> that, but a- a- apart from that, I am living for um, Van Gogh Alive. Oh yeah, I saw that you went. So yeah, um, there's a big um, exhibition happening in Salford at the moment, um, which is not too far from where we live. And they've converted like the big piazza, which is at my old work at the BBC offices and old work, well, yeah, I don't go there. I don't go there anymore is what <laughs> I'll office. Yeah, my old yeah. office is what I'll say. Um, so they've they've made this big sort of like marquee, but once you're in it, it just feels like a proper, you know, building. And they've made this um, exhibition and I wasn't really sure what to expect. There's been a few like different reviews and people have said, because it is, it's a little bit expensive. It's, it's probably the same price as if you were to go and see a new exhibition at the Tate. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it's 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 a lot of money if you don't like it, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But what I will say is that if you're interested in that and that it's something that you wanted to check out, I would highly recommend it. Um I won't sort of give too much away because I think part of it is like just experiencing it. So um they just have this they have a couple of different elements, but there's this main element which is in this big room which is this big digital installation um that is scored with classical music and it's to me I've never seen an exhibition like done in the way that they did it and I thought it was really really good and there's also an opportunity at the end to do some of your own artwork which uh which I did so nice to get the old creative juices flowing (laughs) um but yeah it, it was it was really really good and um I would highly recommend it if you are interested in checking it out so I've been living for that and been thinking about that a lot since I last saw it and it was really um emotional and I think sometimes when you go to a museum or you go and see an exhibition I know I put a certain amount of pressure on myself to like really engage with it and to feel something from an experience and I do that with basically everything like whether it's a gig or whether it's a exhibition there's always like to a to a lesser or greater degree some element of like self-consciousness where I'm like pressuring myself to like feel the right things about things oh god yeah yeah I know that right okay so I have that a lot and it's very difficult for me to just like completely give myself over to an experience yeah I definitely can with like self-esteem gigs that's Mm. really like where I don't want it to end I'm really in the zone but it's definitely not everything and it is things that I enjoy where that happens to me and I'm like oh why is this happening completely know what that is like something you can't help but like sort of clock watch or be like oh so so when am I going home yeah And, and it's so such a bizarre thing like why why can't it just enjoy it? In fact, not to, you know, absolutely hammer it home, but self-esteem has that lyric in uh, one of her, in is I think it's in Prioritized Pleasure, where she says, um, uh, never have I just enjoyed the moment happening right now. Yeah. Like, I'm always, like, wondering what's going to happen next, etc. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I totally get that. Like, yeah, I don't know what that is. It's something about wanting to... 
I don't, I don't know what it is because like because it, it, it definitely comes from a place of being like oh I, I should be experiencing these things in this certain way yeah and if I'm not I'm not having the right experience yeah but then how come it's like so then, then maybe the it's like an anxiety thing of being like oh, once it's over I don't have to worry about that anymore yeah I think it's an anxiety thing and I think it's just like um trying to find a sense of control in things which is not often synonymous with just like giving yourself over to the enjoyment of something yes um and that is that's me a lot and i'm just like i literally live like most of the gigs and things that i see will be like in manchester or in london yeah in both cases i will be like a tube rider or an uber away from just like going home yeah it's not hard for me no it's not a difficult you know logistical situation and yet <laughs> and yet and yet and yet and yet and yet, yeah. and yet i'm constantly just thinking of like the moving parts yeah no i totally get that but I, I've, I've been trying really hard to actively not do that anymore well interestingly i mean you know because you were there mm. when we finally made our most recent foray into dempsey's again Ooh. If ever there was like a diagram, like a like a wordable thing of like the thing the the things that we mentioned, it would probably be self esteem, um, <laughs> queer sports news, and Dempsey's. Yeah. So Dempsey's, we went there, and we went there. When was it? Like two weeks ago now, maybe. Two or three, yeah. Yeah, and that was like the first time in ages that I've gone out and I've like not thought about anything, yes. and I've just like given myself over to the experience. We were we were very in the moment that yeah night. it was amazing and it was like it was it was full on everything we could have ever dreamed of and more like and yeah I could tell that we were also like in it and yeah I felt like that too and like it got to 5am and we all wanted to stay but we had to leave because we had to get to a talk in the morning about cemeteries mm, so you know mm. we we were being sensible at that point but we easily could have just kept going like because we were so in it and it was just it was pe- it was so good yeah it was, it was so very good. like the brief was dance until the world ends and yeah. we met the brief <laughs> we did um so yeah um just to then sort of wind this back that is what i am living for <laughs> yes. which was um which was van gogh alive and then i am longing for the nowhere in which is um a film that we're going to go and see on thursday by the time this comes out we've already seen it and it is a film that has been made by St. Vincent and Carrie Brownstein. Um, again, probably they rate quite highly on our podcast Wordable. So um, we can leave <laughs> the trailer in the show notes. Yeah. Um, the trailer, oh, it just looks amazing. It looks amazing. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like a play within a play sort of thing. Of yeah. Like um, it's meant to be a documentary about St. Vincent, but like it definitely isn't. But like some parts of it are true and it's sort of like unreliable uh fake documentary yeah. sort of thing it looks great it, i love that kind of thing yeah where you don't really know what the truth is or like what's what's satire and what's not yeah, like, yeah it's gonna be great very much looking forward to that as well and they're friends and obviously they were in a relationship a couple of years ago so there's gonna be like so many layers to this and i absolutely live and long like this definitely comes right in the hotspot venn diagram for me of things i like oh totally yeah um so i'm very much looking forward to that um and yeah those are my and your official 100th livings <laughs> and longings oh my gosh we did it we did it we did it joe um <laughs> so yeah amazing right so are you ready for do you want to play a game dun, dun, dun. yes <laughs> you're in the hot seat okay so what I'm going to do... I am literally in the... I'm in like a mastermind that chair. That is such a mastermind chair, actually. So mm. um, what's your specialist subject? Oh, don't. I, I've, I've already... I've done this too, met, too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, tonight, Olivia, it's queer logging. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so what I'm going to do, I'm going to play you a clip. Mm. And then 
you're gonna have to guess what what it is we're talking about okay okay I'm now, get, now, getting now, in now, yeah these could be incredibly easy okay or they could be hard we'll see we'll see how it goes okay so let's I'm go. doing my stretches this is clip number one okay I'm ready do you remember I think like yeah why not give give it like another name I do I think there is I, I like the um the fact that she's putting power in and that she's like saying like this is like a, a way to be it's like don't there's no pity in it there's no like you don't feel sorry for me etc like I am perfectly happy just with myself and like um and you know you gotta learn to love yourself so it's <laughs> what I've heard on Twitter <laughs> I learned a lot of things from Twitter, okay? <laughs> but yeah, no, and I think, I think like, it's fine, but I also think it's really funny. Yeah. That's what I think. What do you think? <laughs> I think it's a bit silly. It is silly. It like, made it's, me... It's, 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 it's an odd thing to, like, fully claim. Yeah. I felt, I felt when I was reading about it that we had truly arrived in 2019, <laughs> you know, in November. Absolutely. Yeah, November, yeah. it's hit its peak. Yeah, it's, it's hit its peak. It's peak 2019. We're ready to kind of pick our bags up and move into 2020 good lord knowing that we've had you know because i haven't actually read like specifically how she said it. i wonder if she like did she like fully mean to be like this is what it is no or did no. she just sort of like someone sort of asked me she was like oh yeah no like I'm yeah that, you know I what i mean like she probably said it offhand yeah and now everyone's like I think, I think it was more offhand but I, I think to be fair she was making that point that you made earlier that like you know wanting to take the stigma and shame around what all of that means especially to young women who are kind of approaching their late 20s early 30s who have all of that pressure to feel as though they should be at a certain stage of life being a woman approaching that i personally don't know what that's like i'm extremely i don't either no extremely young myself um so Olivia, that is clip one. As you can hear in that, that's November 2019. And I've obviously just recovered from when I lost my voice. Yes. Which is, which is funny because I right now have just recovered from losing my voice. Um, I did lose my voice for four whole days this last week, which honestly is a crime against myself as somebody who loves to talk. So it was very upsetting for me. But anyway, right. Clip one. It's November 2019. There's a little, little clue there for you. What do you think we're talking about? What are we discussing? Yeah, so November 2019. So around this time was when we went to Laura's parents' wedding in True. Sheffield. That's when you lost your voice. So something's happened on Twitter. Spoiler alert, I have no idea what this is about. <laughs> something's happened on Twitter where someone said something about like, women and where they are in society or something? yeah so it was not it wasn't on twitter it was um it was just an interview with a famous person and they said that they were a certain thing um that they were describing themselves as a certain way oh. um and that that then and then there were obviously reactions on twitter too that which is why the twitter bit comes oh my in. god it's here yeah it's, it's here. here i could give you a little bit more of a clue yeah go on <laughs> Oh, no, I won't say who it is. So it was somebody. No, I, I can't. It's hard to, to not just give it away. Um, but it was. It's it's a uh, an actress who a, a British actress. Yeah. Um, and she was describing um how um oh, this is gonna give it away, but her, her relationship status. Oh yeah, I remember this, but I can't remember who it is. I'll tell you. Okay. So we don't leave everybody hanging. Yeah. 
Um, so it's Emma Watson, describe, Emma Watson describing being self-partnered. That was it, self-partnered, <laughs> because that was in the title of the episode, I yes, think. Yes, that's right. So this comes from episode, um, uh, which is from the 13th of November 2019, Atypical Modern Love and Being Self-partnered. self-partnered. If yeah. you'd like to listen any further to our conversation about that, there is a lot more that we uh, talk about it. Um, on that episode but uh yeah that's us God, <laughs> describing i can't believe it. that at the time of recording i was 29 years old i know i was thinking that we're going like oh lord imagine being a woman of 30s and now now you're staring down the barrel 32 Shush. <laughs> okay let's move swiftly on to clip number two are you ready yes i think maybe <laughs> i think they get easier don't worry do you remember but also, my main thing... <laughs> oh my God. Which I haven't even said is my this, living floor. It should have been your living floor. It should have been my living floor is... <laughs> Everyone prepare for the most posh Mancunian duo you've my... ever heard. By the way, everyone will be able to know where I live from, like, all these bits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but not which building. There's a million, billion flats around yeah. here. Anyway. I wouldn't worry. Um... Yes. Stunning. I live. I like went into it. I went into it the other day with my bag that you got me. My, oh, yeah. my Jude Law bag. Yeah. My shopping bag. Yeah, lovely. Um, and just like bought some bits. Just like had a mosey around. Just like it's like oh yeah, did this olive selection very nice. Um, a great place for you to pick up your snacks. Yes, exactly. Like it has a good selection of olives and it has um a bakery and it has that bread that I like, which is the jalapeno bread. Oh, that is a nice bread. Which is the best music mm, bread. That's good. Um, bread. so I was really worried that they might not have that. Well, they do. Good. Oh, thank God. Everyone can sleep soundly tonight. Yeah. It's just, honestly, things like that just thrill me. And I've been thrilled. <laughs> she is tickled pink. <laughs> so, Olivia, that is clip two. What are you talking about? Oh, an absolute <laughs> iconic stalwart of the podcast, especially in the early years. And it can be nothing other than the new co-op. That's right. Your brand new co-op. Not so new these days. Not <laughs> no, so new. I know. You were raving over that co-op back in the day you were so excited for it to open and then it finally opened and you were very pleased about it yeah that is from the 4th of september 2019 uh the episode ecstatic about euphoria big little lies and the loose moose i have to say that is a really good episode a true vintage honestly it's such a vintage and I, I actually sent you a clip from that um episode when i did re-listen to it which is the bit where we talk about pallid moose uh, oh yeah and the loose moose and stuff and that is just very, very good. If you want like a, where should I start with this podcast? I'd say there, if you want to tell anybody. Extend about Euphoria, Big Little Lies and the Loose Moose. It's a very good episode. I wonder what number episode that is. Yeah, that's the thing. I, it was hard. Those aren't like, you can't find that no. so, as easily. Um, but it's probably around mm, 30, 40. Yeah. Maybe a bit yeah. more. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for the next clip? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Do you remember... We did do something last Friday, didn't we, Lucy? Shit, can't believe we've uh, not spoken about it yet. Yeah, and I think that you should... Just overwhelmed. You should sort of take the lead on this one because it was your first time. (laughs) And, you know, your first time's always really memorable. It's hard to talk about your first time. Yeah, Yeah. you've got a lot of feelings around it. There's nerves, there's anticipation. You don't quite know what to expect. Um, that's going to sound great to, uh, <laughs> really going really to pop yeah. it, it's, quite, it's quite vulnerable to discuss your first time and you might not want to do that on the podcast but if you feel vulnerable enough and you know good enough to do that yeah, I'm, then... gonna, I'm, I'm happy to let down my guard okay so let them all know Lucy how was it how was your first time well my first time was overwhelming 
a little bit scary and just delightful. We are of course talking about what are we of course talking about, Olivia? It was my first time, it was not your first time, and but but we experienced it together. <laughs> Okay, the only thing that I can think of mm. was not the only thing, but one of the <laughs> one of the things that I can think Sick. of that fits this brief is Thompsons. Ooh, good one, but it wasn't Thompsons. It's not Thompsons. No. Okay. It's, it's it's we went to an Oh, is it Sugo Pasta Kitchen? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We are very ourselves. No, it's not. I'm trying it's to think not. of like things I love and have frequented on many occasions <laughs> that you had not done when I had done them. Yeah, um, no, it's it's not. Would you like me to tell you? Would you give me a clue? Okay, okay, I, okay. So we went to an event um, and we we saw something. And I've seen it before. Yes. Yeah, very famously seen it before without me. Seen it before without you? Famously? It's not the Christmas fair. No. <laughs> All these things that are like us. <laughs> uh, oh god, right, okay, it's not the Christmas fair, it's not Thompson's, right. it's not Sugo Pasta no. Kitchen, the three main things about me. <laughs> what could it possibly be? Shall I give you a very big clue? Yes. We saw it in a casino. Oh my god! Okay, right. Um so this is um oh god. Um it's Showgirls. It's Showgirls. It's my yeah. first viewing of Showgirls. Yes. yes. It's Showgirls. And we went to see this with Hannah yes. in the in the casino. In the Genting. In the Genting in Manchester. <laughs> yeah. And we we did this with Make a Scene. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So we had to make a scenes showing of Showgirls. It was amazing. I'd never seen Showgirls. Famously, you had watched my DVD of it with our friends without me. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and we went to see it and it was amazing. And the casino was the perfect setting. It was just all very much a lot. And it was so good. But you know, Thompson's Showgirls, Showgirls, Thompson's. Mm. One and the same. So really, I guess you did get that on the first. The Christmas Fair, mm. Showgirls. Showgirls, Thompson's Club, another club. Yeah. Sugo Pasta Kitchen. Exactly. <laughs> So that is from another vintage episode, which is 17th of April, 2019. And that is Celine Dion meets the telephone video meets Thelma and Louise meets Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Yeah, that is very strong. This is a very good episode as Content well. Content rich. Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, uh, please um, listen back to that one if you want to hear more about our experience in a casino. Mm. And also to find out what we describe as Celine Dion meets the telephone video, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to make you listen to the episode, please. Um, okay, one, next one, clip four. Clip four or five. Okay. Do you remember? I completely agree with you not agreeing with it. And actually, I'm just going to piggyback on your I don't agree with it for this week because I have some things to say about this and we don't need to go on for too long. But literally, yeah. li- physically, last night we had a conversation about <laughs> and we decided that there are only like, I think it's four or five types of <laughs> and they're all equally as annoying. They are spoken word earnestness. They are anthropomorphizing in some sort of kooky way an animal. Yes, so much. Then that's been going on for far too long. You mean and you then... don't love? <laughs> no. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then there's um, oh look, it's every type of person and aren't and don't lesbians love chips? You know. So oh my god, yeah. And then the final type, and probably one of the least offensive in some ways, but that's just because I think we're so desensitized to it is cars slash perfume. Which are just the same, which is a lot of swooping and dust. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I also just don't agree with 
trying to like do stupid things make me feel things because I don't want to and I just hate them so much <laughs> and, I, and I agree I think essentially are bad now I haven't seen a good for a thousand years but I don't know if that's also because I just don't care about people trying to sell things to me anymore anyway <laughs> I guess so I guess I my I don't agree with it is capitalism <laughs> <laughs> so olivia what do you think that is i remembered that your last bit you're gonna say the thing you don't agree with is capitalism is yeah it, is it advert yes it's advert so so your i don't agree with it is um specifically spoken word adverts where they go here's a pint oh yeah mate. i do hate those and i love to bank with halifax yeah etc yeah. you know and, yeah, yeah. and so that was your like i don't agree with it and then i piggyback on it to talk about other adverts so um yes that is us discussing not agreeing with certain adverts or in my case all adverts right and that comes from another do you know what they're all good <laughs> <laughs> that's not true um this is from the 14th of october 2020 um so this is a lockdown one that's uh yeah a lockdown one and this is blogs and snogs oh yeah, yeah okay yeah gotta love it gotta love it Okay, we've got one more. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Here we go. The final little trip down memory lane. Do you remember? Um, onto my living for, which is very basic. <laughs> and what I am living for is... I absolutely love when uh, you just throw one in there that I'm not expecting at all. Um, right, well, how much are you... So what's going on well what's going on lucy is um that i decided to take take matters into my own hands in 2021 and it's so it's so funny like there are certain things and i think everybody can relate to this on a level that you do automatically as self-care which just become part of what you do and it's like second nature and yeah. you don't see it as an extra step or it just sort of becomes part of you really like um your every day and for me I have never been somebody that like takes the time or very rarely to do a full <gasps> wow yeah, yeah like not like you know not like every single bit but you know like so Olivia that's our final uh clip <laughs> to take in there what are we talking about what do you not take the time to always do or hadn't before 2021 well firstly i'll say that you've really ended this game on a high <laughs> and that is um the answer to mm, this mm. is um my new year's resolution which was to moisturize that's, my entire body that's right it's your <laughs> new year's resolution for 2021 which was to moisturize your whole body <laughs> and you were living for moisturizing <laughs> I think that really paints a picture of January 2021 and where everything was at. Um, but I mean, I would like to round that off by uh, asking you, um, are you still moisturising? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we've, got, we've got lives to live now. No time for moisture. Yeah, these 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 calves um, could, could, be, could be a bit nicer. No, oh, well, yeah. maybe January 2022, you'll get back into it. Who yeah, knows? maybe, maybe. Here's hoping. <laughs> so the, that was my little game. I hope you enjoyed that little trip. Down I loved there, it. The memories, the moments. I, I loved how um, the bleeps just made everything automatically just completely obscene. Right? Um, it's amazing how much it just does that. Um, and yeah, I think that uh, that's a little treat for everybody. Yeah, that that was real serotonin. I would love to play that again. So maybe this time next year? Yeah, for the 200th. No, that won't be 200th. But yeah, this time next year. <laughs> yeah, well, you would maybe get to like 
150. Well, we'd have to be really firing <laughs> on all cylinders 150, for 150. That's not going to happen. I, I, think I, am, if, I am laying down right now saying that is never going to happen. If we get another 30 between now and um, next New Year, <laughs> then I'll be pleased. I'll be pleased, yeah. Okay, well, um, it, yeah, it was fun. It was fun to create as well. And it was very, very fun to listen back to what we've been up to for the past 100 episodes, um, which is a lot of talking about not much <laughs> so and you know that's what you come here for i assume so um yeah i hope you enjoyed that and uh oh let me just say for that last one just so that we're uh, that is from so the moisturizing clip is from a stunningly named episode sitting on the dock of the gay oh brilliant which is from the 20th of january 2021 just Wor- this very year wordsmiths the both of us absolutely absolutely um so yeah i mean We've really been through it, haven't we? We've uh, we've we've explored a lot of topics. We've done a lot of things together and um, brought them to you here on the potty. And um, we hope that you've in- enjoyed them for these hundred episodes. And as it is our one hundredth episode, um, obviously we want to thank ourselves, but we also want to thank um, some of our esteemed guests yes. who have joined us on Queer Longing over the past couple of years. So we wanted to give shout outs to everybody that have um, come onto the podcast as guests. So we had Carrie Lyle coming onto the podcast talking about um, Diva Magazine. We had our friend Sophie Simmons um, coming on the podcast talking about um, what it's like to be queer in the army, which is a really interesting episode if you want to go back and listen to that. Um, Also, it's just been Halloween, but if you're still feeling in that spooky season, then go back to last year's episode where you can find out about all things spooky, which is a really great episode with academic and friends of ours laura alston talking about um ghosts and the veil being thin between the worlds this time and you know spooky season in my opinion extends past halloween so you know totally totally. november is spooky exactly as a rule yeah so check that out and thank you so much to laura for joining us um also our most recent guest rhiannon styles who we had last week so if you haven't um caught up on that one then go ahead to find out about their new book help i'm addicted um we've got sophie galpin on the podcast um sophie galpin um now is a fully fledged um artist um performing now as soft lad um we talked to them maybe last year 18 months ago um about some of their music and also how they're a session musician for self-esteem who we mentioned at the top of the podcast but now they've got yeah now they've got their own um single coming out really soon and they've been performing doing gigs in manchester and london so go and check them out i think their instagram is soft lad bangers yeah um so go and have a look there and listen to that episode and we also had your sister izzy cecil coming onto the podcast to talk about partisan which you've mentioned partisan um a lot and that's an amazing um co-op space for um queer people who put on events and um, do charity work and um yeah that's just a great thing to be a part of if you're interested in that and you want to find out more listen to that episode but we mentioned partisan quite a lot um we've had laura Kay on the podcast who has had an absolute smash hit um debut novel the split which came out earlier this year that is a brilliant episode where surprise surprise we do go into great detail where we talk about demises which moonlights as toms in the book 
So if you ever wanted to find out more about what that experience is like, then do go onto that episode and um, listen to it and also go to Dempsey's because you need to. will not regret it. Um, also, shout out to our live show. Can you even believe that we did that thing, um, which was maybe, yeah, about 18 months yeah, ago now, probably? 1st of August, 2019. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we had, the guest we had for that was um, Mick Stress, Rebecca Neverbecky, who is a Manchester DJ who DJs a lot of big um, queer events around the city. Um, Caitlin Benedict talking about their podcast NB, which is a BBC Sounds podcast. And uh, Felix McNulty, who came on to talk about um, abolishing prison systems. And that was really interesting um, to find out what their perspective is on that as well. So these are all of the guests that we had, but not forgetting the two OGs all the way back, I think three years ago now when we started the podcast, where we had Heather Peace and Katie Tunstall live from Diva Music Festival 2009? 18. 2018. Whoa, okay. Diva Fest 2018, before we'd even like started releasing the podcast. Yeah, so they were the first guests that, that we ever had on, so um, yeah. <laughs> it's been it, it we've been doing this a, a real minute yeah we have and actually you know going reeling back through those guests it makes me feel very uh, like yeah we've been joined by some amazing people and like had some really great guest spots so thank you so much to everybody who has come on and those are all really great episodes if you want to hear about all their different um things they've got going on and you know their life experiences you won't um you know you won't be disappointed they're they're very good eps um, and I suppose also we absolutely would, you know, love to take this time. This podcast only exists, you know, I mean, it, you know, we call it our vanity project and, and we do often say, actually, that is one of the things we say a lot as well. Having gone back through the archives is, you know, if this isn't for us, who is it for? <laughs> but it is also for you. And, you know, we've had some really great, nice, amazing, lovely uh, interactions with our listeners over, over time. Um, and that has been really, really nice just to know that anybody is listening to this and that you've got anything from it is um, honestly very uh, sort of, I don't know, humbling and nice um, to, you know, have you as our listeners. So um, thank you so much for listening to us. And if you have been here from the beginning or if you sort of started near the beginning and went back or if you've listened to, how, if you've listened to one, if you've listened to a hundred, if you've listened to... 17 we love you and thank you so much for listening to us yeah and i love it when people get in touch to tell us like when they started listening how they started listening who they listen with like any information so that we can like build up this picture of who you are in our minds and we've we've made friends with people through this podcast we've made enemies we oh yeah we we certainly (laughs) have just two friends talking (laughs) why it's not for me um but you know it's 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 amazing to look back on that and then whenever you sort of think oh you know who's listening like oh we're just sort of like on a bit of a hamster wheel you can sort of feel like what are you what are you doing is it like is it just for us i mean we know that people listen but we don't know you know how people are listening i guess and then um you know I, i remember once i was sort of thinking that and then um i got a message from someone saying that um they had really bad covid and they were like in hospital listening to us and that just like I, I think about that all the time yeah that's that's really nice um yeah i feel very grateful that we've been able to continue doing this and like obviously we could just do it into a void but we're not doing it into a void and that's really nice um so thank you for joining us on this <laughs> queer longing journey um we hope to give you a hundred more <laughs> <laughs> well we've got to make it to that um that that we've got to get that 10 carat is it 10 carat yeah 10 carat diamond so i guess we're gonna have to keep going for 
till we've done it for another 97 years so i think so be, i don't know how many episodes maybe, yeah probably what well we're on 100 now probably what 108 <laughs> until until the spawn the spawn con comes in so that we can afford the 10 carat diamond yes when we get greg's on board as everybody knows is our top one yeah it's for, game uh, over we're going to be just bathing in diamonds i yeah, think absolutely even though you don't agree with capitalism but you're going to have to move move your thoughts around on that if we're going to be in oh, that diamond look, bath i exist in the system and i have to in some way so <laughs> i'll 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 <laughs> I'll figure it out. Look, I'm doing it now. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Um, yeah. So um, I guess it would be a great time now to, you know, one of our beloved segments that we've been doing, I think, I think since maybe, uh, maybe it's about at five or so when we introduced it. Mm. Um, and I think is, you know, everybody's favorite segment, surely. Um, and is personally one of my favorites. Um, although it has been uh, difficult some weeks to think of something. Uh, and not always have them be commuter based, which is definitely the top uh, type of uh, version of this. Well, there has been. I don't time. have a commute anymore, so I. Well, exactly. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta roll with the up. times. Exactly. Um, is our very beloved segment? It's time to find out for the hundredth, well, maybe ninety fifth time. <laughs> <laughs> what we? I don't agree with it. So Olivia, oh, I love. I always say so, Olivia. At the, at the for the I don't agree with it as well. So I'm just gonna keep doing. We that. need we need a supercut of so, Olivia. So oh god, yeah, yeah, god. Or hello, Olivia. <laughs> which I also do all the time because I don't know what to do with my voice. Um, what do you not agree with this on the hundredth episode? Well, I was I was thinking about how I like don't have a commute anymore and that it couldn't be a commuter based one, but it kind of is. Good I, evergreen. It should yeah. be for this the hundredth. So, and I was thinking, God, have I even said this before? So sorry if I have. But um, my my thing, my thing this week is, so you know how I told you that I got the train back to my mum's house last Friday because I was getting my hair done? Yes. But um, it was a fail because my hairdresser had COVID, so I did not get my hair done. Yeah. But I did suffer the Friday night post-work commuter train, Ooh, which no. I have not been on for ages. And so, and my train was cancelled. Um, classic. Classic. So I didn't have a train. So then I had to go to like a nearby village. I had to get the marple. Oh, okay. So, um, so I did that. But if you get the marple, sometimes you end up getting the Sheffield. Ooh. And if you get the Sheffield yeah. and it's the commuter, yikes. Yeah, yikes indeed. So it was very yikes. And um, <laughs> I was like giving up my seat for various people. And then I found a seat. And then I just realized how annoying, how annoying that it is that on these trains, bikes are more important than people. And bikes are more important than people because if someone comes in with a bike, they need to prop it up in the bike bit. And I know it's like the Desi bike bit, so they're not doing anything wrong. But it does annoy me because there are three flip down seats that then can't be used for the whole journey to Sheffield because of someone's bike. (laughs) A bike is not a person. Why should I have to stand up for the whole journey to Sheffield because you've got a bike? Because the planet's imploding and those people are using their bike on the either end rather than a car. So Right, well, <laughs> look, I never said that it was going to be a popular I don't agree with it. But the fact is... A perfect, I love a divisive I don't agree with it. No, the thing is, the thing is, I know in theory yeah. that... 
it's reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, in practice, I know what you mean. You're but just, in you're practice, just staring at those seats. You're when you're tired and you're yeah. squashed up against someone who's yeah. like coughing all over you yeah. on the commuter train from Sheffield, and you know that there would be like three nice seats where you could just sort of like <laughs> collapse and listen to a podcast, yeah. but you can't because there's a bike there, an inanimate object with no feelings and no, you know, 31-year-old aching limbs, yeah. let's face it. Yeah. So I get it. They're saving the planet. They're on the public transport. They've got the bike, blah, blah, blah. But I just wish that there were a way for like a bike to just disappear somehow or to latch onto the ceiling. Well, this is the thing. The real, the real problem here is what you don't agree with it is I'm assuming it was a Northern Rail train maybe um, or get, something know. like that probably. But like um, on, on certain trains, they have the bike storage things where like you, you, you put them like vertically. So they are like in their own little segment. They're not anywhere where a seat would be. Yeah. So that that's and that's how it should be. There should be more space for bikes on trains. Yeah. So what you don't agree with really is um, poor infrastructure. Yeah. I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I don't not agree with bikes. Yeah. I just don't agree with the fact that like I'm staring at the seats that like I'm totally. basically just like when you were mine, yeah. like <laughs> to the seat that I could have had and yeah. that I had to give up for um, a non sentient. Yeah, thing. You know, I, I I understand the frustration. I understand. I understand. So that is my I don't agree with it for this week. And yeah, I think you're right. It's 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 more of a comment on the infrastructure. It is, yeah. Um, HBU. <laughs> so my I don't agree with it. Um, you know, actually coming, you know, full circle to that um, episode clip that we listened to is actually, I guess, about capitalism again. Um, what I don't agree with is, so we talked about um, earlier in the episode how we finally went to Dempsey's again, um, and it was a stunning time. And I think, you know, when we've talked about Dempsey's before, we've always mentioned that we love to get three VSs for five pounds. Mm. Um, three VSs, VSs being like an Alka Pop stunning drink. Obviously, what more could you want mm. on a night out mm. than to load yourself with sugar? Um, but what I don't agree with is the fact that we we went right. We got we got we got four VKs. They now now this is the thing they've upgraded to a VK, not a VS, which is mistake number one. Mistaker to maker number one. Um, and how much did four VKs cost, Olivia? Fifteen pounds. Oh my god! Fifteen, 15 pounds. Whole pounds. I honestly, oh, it's just shocking, shocking, appalling. I mean. Happy, very happy to support Dempsey's and give them money. Like, and obviously that must, that's, that's the price of them. But, but a VK isn't as nice as a VS. No, VSs were nice. And yet a VK is the more premium product. Yeah. Well, well, capitalism again, here we go. You know, making us think the price point's higher, therefore it's better, but it's not, is it? Um, so I just absolutely don't agree with four, four Alcapops being 15 quid. Yeah. That's a great one because... I really had to force that down. Yeah, me too. I think we got more than one. I no, had, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. I had, I, I had one. I, I, I was not. I don't think I even finished mine because I, I couldn't. You, I couldn't. You didn't finish it because no. it was too horrible. Yeah. I finished mine. Sophie got a blue one. Yeah, what? She was just showing off. I think. <laughs> Um, and when I tell you these are luminous, they were luminous. <laughs> We've got some photos where it literally looks like we're drinking kryptonite. Like, yeah, honestly, it, it reminds me of like um, when Homer Simpson's at the nuclear power plant exactly. and that like day glow, like exactly. whatever it liquid, is. What, nuclear liquid. Uranium, yeah, I don't whatever. know. <laughs> Science. Um, yeah, it was very much that. I completely agree with you. That is a solid, cannot be disputed I don't agree with it because who could agree with that? Well, I would think nobody, surely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I won't be having many more of those in my time. So that was our hundredth ish. I don't agree with it. And um, it's 
probably about time that we also do our 100th. Uh, this has been going for almost 100, if not all of them. I think it's pretty, um, pretty much, much all of them. Um, it's uh, our 100th track of the week. What is yours, Olivia? Well, mine is very highfalutin this week, Lucy. And for the Ooh. first time, I'll be including a classical track. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because I just think... The, the playlist radio of this is, is wild. 100 episodes befits... Yes, you know, she's a lady now. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. a lady. Mm-hmm. And um, the track this week is um, Seen by Eric Satie. Okay, yeah. And um, this was one of the tracks that was um, part of the score for the Vincent van Gogh Alive right, um, nice. thing. But it's a lot, a lot of the classical music is quite... Recogni- it's quite recognisable so I think if you played it you would like know what it right, is yeah. um, I think it's probably been in like Amelie and stuff like that <laughs> you know as per all the main ones um, but it was really nice and um, I've been listening to that album because they've put the album up on Spotify nice. so um, yeah that's, oh my God. that's what it is for look me look at you here I she know. is she's arrived well look I'm going to be 32 in December so if this isn't just like growth for me absolutely yeah. what is what isn't you need you need that music and you need it playing at a cocktail party that's yeah that's what we need i need just like um seeing going seamlessly into the chromatica 911 <laughs> perfect the perfect <laughs> night <laughs> um how about you well, interestingly, you sort of um, brought it back to the top with talking about the Van Gogh experience again. Mm. Um, and I'm going to bring it back to the front as well because my track of the week, I feel like it'd be rude to not have one from the new Self-Esteem album. Mm. Um, and I have been listening to it over and over and over, so it just makes sense, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Um, and my track of the week is uh, You Forever off of the new album, which is like more of a, a sort of upbeat, poppy one um, and is just uh, so good. It has that little like repeaty bit like running around in your head all day, which just... <laughs> does get in your head which is quite uh, effective um and i just think it's a great song and i really really like it so that is my track of the week and those are our hundredth tracks of the week can you believe that there are over 200 rather well, 200 ish songs they're over actually because we have guest, we have ones, guest as well, ones yeah um, on our playlist which is called queer longing track of the week which you can listen to on spotify i'd highly recommend you follow and listen it is a really great playlist if i do say so myself it really is but you'll be on a trip <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that though in a playlist. it is a real yeah. jet slalom from one thing to another but <laughs> um is. you is. know enjoy the ride why not um so yeah i guess you know we've we've done it we've we've done 100 Whoa. episodes where is the next 100 episodes going to take us god only knows but yeah. we we've got some plans we've got some things bubbling that that we're thinking about so we'll be definitely bringing you a lot more of this but maybe some other things too so um stand by your beds because um we've 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 got some we've got some bits on the boil absolutely but um get in touch with us in all of the usual ways if you have some i don't agree with it's that you want us to read out or to submit or if you just want to have a chat about you know what it is that you've been up to or if you are new to the podcast and you know we're saying a lot of things that don't make sense and you need need glossary of terms then do come to us um for those we are around hanging around on our instagram which is at queer longing we're also on twitter at queer longing and you can email us queer longing at gmail.com if there are any guests that you would love to see on the podcast or anyone that you think would be particularly interesting for us to have on and talk to then please let us know we're always up for hearing about people who would be interested in coming on the show or that you think would be particularly good guests 
And yeah, I think that that is all from us because we have got a celebration Chinese that has just arrived. Yeah. We are about to pop bots and do what we do best, which is watching Cruising with Jay McDonald. And um, yeah, it's it's been a great 100, Lucy. Thank you so much. Oh yeah, thank you so much as well. And also thank you all for listening. If you've got this far, thank you so much. We're very, very uh, blessed to all be here together. Um, and we will be sitting in our uh, uh, happiness of the 100th, basking in the glow of this, the 100th episode until next time no that is not how we fit see look a hundred there you go a hundred and she fucks it up (laughs) it's the end that's it she can't even do it um what we will actually be doing is loving you leaving you and longing for you until until next next time time. Bye. bye yeah ready for action yeah nip it in the bud Oh, I'm, I'm on this side. It's weird to be on this side. It's fine. Oh, I've always said this. I'm on this side. <laughs> well, this side's so weird to be on the Guardian. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs>